on Sky Sports Radio. You're listening to Racing HQ. Racing HQ. And now, a complete analysis of the form for today's major New South Wales race meetings. One minute today, it's at uh, Warwick Farm, and uh, we're going to head out there now for a track report with Mark Jones. Hello, Mark. Yeah, good morning, Dave. All right. Uh, what's the track doing today at Warwick Farm, mate? Eh? Yeah, look, we're currently a soft seven with a penultrometer of 5.69. Look, we received 28.3 mils of rainfall yesterday morning, so that did push us into the, ha- the heavy eight range. The track has improved the last 24 hours, so, yeah, back to a soft seven. Perfect. Uh, any... Bad weather on the horizon today? No, look, it's going to be only be around about 25 degrees, the same partly cloudy, with a bit of a south-easterly blowing. So there's actually no rain at all forecast for this um, this area, which is good news. Um, look, the rail is five metres south into winning post and two metres of remainder. Uh, we raced 12 days ago and the rail's in the two-metre position. So we've moved the rail out. Nice new pad of grass out there. All right, mate. Uh, have a good day, and hopefully that track plays well. Thanks, Dave. Brad Gray is not too far away from joining us. Brad, good morning to you, mate. Looking forward to Warwick Farm today? Yeah, good morning, Dave, Hills, and all the listeners. Certainly am, yeah. So I think we're on an improving track. I think it's important to note that when we did get this rain, uh, the track was pretty firm to that point. We had a lot of hot weather leading into it. So I expect it to be on the improve, but all eyes on the first couple of races in terms of the times they run and where they get to on this track. I did note that John O'Shea mentioned, and rightly so, that when we do get a genuine wet track at Warwick Farm, they tend to inch off towards the, the outside of the track. So... Yeah, we'll see what the jockeys do in the first couple of races. But speaking of early on, I can't wait for this first race. 1,300 metres, two-year-olds, a uh, few lightly raced horses, and who knows who knows where they'll end up in a few months' time. Exactly right. And Andrew Hurley, it looks like punters are just rising from the grave, mate, to have a bet today. Yeah, that's not a bad way to put it, Dave. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of competitive betting races today, and we start with the first, where we've got a full field of nine. Bustusto, uh, it's just 320 favourite, but it opened up at 280. Uh, when the markets first opened, three thirty to three twenty this morning after bottoming out at three dollars, seven dollars to six dollars counterpart, even flow eleven to thirteen, although went up eight dollars. Now it's been very good support for linebacker since the market opened, six dollars, three eighty, three ninety, now into three sixty, eight out to twenty one a calmly star, Tadagalia, uh three sixty to three seventy, eighty one dollars sensitive soul, Temple Bells one fifty one out to two fifty one. And 14 for Waterville. All the action centres around, numbers 1, 4 and 6, with number 4 linebacker being the best back thus far. Yeah, I tell you what, Hills, you've got to be quick these days to get the opening price. Linebacker was a horse I was waiting on, and I missed that $6. It was gone in half a second. Well, you've got to be quicker, Brad. Don't you what? Yep, the quick and the dead. Uh, be so... quick. It's a G-up, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, half no, a second, you get straight in there. What do you mean it's a G-up? Oh, just a... No, not, not a G-up, isn't it? It doesn't exist. It's just you just got to be quick. It's got to oh, be sitting yeah, there. You do. You do. Yeah. I, like, I, I noticed particularly during carnival time, um, Wednesdays, yeah, we've just got customers just a refresh, 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 just waiting to get on. So, yeah, yeah it does happen. How did of they course... go up $6, though, in all seriousness? Um, Brad? Yeah, it's a good question. I guess it's trial form, isn't it? So trial form isn't everything, and he gives away race experience. So from a pure bookie side, I guess he's a, an easy horse to lay in that regard because race experience counts for plenty uh, in these two-odd races. We've seen it time and time again. But I'm with him. Uh, I think he's really hard to beat. I love the way that he's trialled. Uh, we are with Getafix just last week, and I thought this horse trialled better than Getafix, and he was pretty impressive. So... 
drawing a straight line through that, uh, he's going to be hard to beat on debut. The stable sound like they hold him in high enough regard. 1,300 metres on debut, a bit of intent to be read into that. So, yep, mighty hard to hold out at his first career outing. Two counterpart, he does have the benefit of a run under his belt, and it was a big run too. That was in the breeder's plate. The breeder's plate form just keeps being franked uh, week after week with these two-year-olds that, that come through that race. Winker's first time, 1,300 metres. He'll get back, he'll balance up, and he'll be charging through the line. At one, Bussestow, I thought he went up short enough. Uh, that's correcting itself now out uh, to $3.20. He did a few things wrong there on debut behind Fully Lit. He's going to be hard enough to beat in Saturday's Inglis Millennium. Big pedigree, a half to Amelia's Jewel. Uh, he lost to plate in the run as well. So, yeah, he had excuses, and you'd think he can settle closer from Barrier 1. And Tartaglia, speaking of horses that can do a few things wrong, he's just got a bit of a habit at the moment of missing the start. He did it in his two trials prior to his, his debut, and again, he did it behind fully lit, uh, but there's no doubt about his late strength. He really charged through the line. So if he gets the first half of the race right, he's going to be hard enough to beat in the second half. 4-2, 1-6. Okay, race two today, a maiden for the three-year-olds here, Hills. Yeah, and scratchings, and we've got uh, Dietrich comes out, 3 by 3 7 by 8 J-Rev, Suspect 2 by one 6 by 7 Vinter Banter, a bit of banter, and Star May, 3 by 3 uh, Leaves us up the top with Akasan, it's $26. $3.70 to $3.80 to Tendu, Jacassi $3 into $2.80, 34 to 41 Early Fusion, Listen to Zoo, seven fifty to 7 back to 7 Man from Brussels, 31 and the joint favour, or actually it is outright favourite now, 250 to 260 red breasts. Uh, it's on debut, Jacassi Brad. I mean, it was going around in Group 2's last uh, campaign behind uh, Cryosaur, so uh, open handicaps, Group 3. So that alone, I think it's going to be pretty hard to beat, wouldn't you? You'd think so. And on the weight of early money, I know the majority of money comes that last five, ten minutes of betting, but would you suggest there's a chance that Jukas starts favourite, he hurls? I would. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Looks to be heading that way, doesn't it? So, yeah. yeah, no, 100% right. He has depth of form, doesn't he? You go back to his run first up last preparation, and he was a luckless fourth behind Tom Kitten in the up and coming. So the original query was potential for it to be a dry track, 1,200 metres and barrier 10. But now all of a sudden we've got a wet track, 1,200 metres and, and 10 becomes six uh, after scratching. So he should be close enough, if good enough. We know he's going to be strong through the line. And a wet track holds no fears. In fact, I think it's a plus. It just takes away the dash from those horses that can make their own luck on top of the speed. One of those is going to be Red Breast. Uh, no denying that she has trialled impressively. So put five lengths on her rivals in her first trial. Second trial, maybe not quite as impressive to the eye. But the form through that trial has been franked, uh, courtesy of Merchant Lady. So hard enough to chase down. And she does look to own the race from out in front. D Tendu can only improve on what he did uh, on debut there at Warwick Farm. He gave away race experience to the winner, Tellez. And I kept... By the way, he kept flying the line over 1,100 metres, so I think 1,200 metres suits, and listen to Zoo, the best of the rest, albeit he's had a few chances now. 4, 11, 2 and 7. Let's go to race number three on the card. This one at uh, 3.30. Uh, Yarrawonga here, 3.70 hills. Yeah, no scratching. So a field of nine. We've got Oakfield Wallaby, $5 and solid. Auspicious Cloud, 11 to 12. 13 to 12, McGeehan. Sudamama, 380 out to 60. Uh, out to 460, rather. It's been easy today. 550 into 460, California grass. Yarrawonga's 380 to 370. 850 to 9 fun Sunday. $26 for insider trading. Wilshire Boulevard, 41 into 31. Favourite Yarrawonga at 380, now 370. But there's been good support here for California grass. Market opinion and also cash. 
Yeah, I'm with her as well. So uh, I'm with uh, the most of the punters, uh, at least at this early point. California Grass, a four-year-old mare. She's a lightly raced staying mare at that, doing a good job into a second campaign. And the barrier suits better here. She just had to give away a big head start there last time out. I like the way that she kept finding the line behind Yankee Hustle. That reads well for this. Uh, and the brother, the relation, Jojo was a man, was a pretty good wet tracker. So I don't think that'll stop her today. A soft deck. Four, suit of armour. Well, the case to make for him, and his price seems to be yo-yoing at the moment, is that he's simply got more upside than his rivals. So a lot of these have probably found their level. We don't know how good he might be. He's only had the five career starts. He gives the impression he'll eat up 2,400 metres. He comes off two wins in easier company, and it's easy to poke holes in what he beat there last time out at Kembla Grange. Uh, but he's very fit, uh, and he's certainly got further improvement to come. McGeehan, he's the horse that I've slipped into the numbers here. I originally didn't consider him too much. When I did the form, we didn't have this uh, soft surface, but he's a big improver on a wet track. We know he absolutely relishes the conditions, and he's got a great record at Warwick Farm. And Yarrawonga, catch me if you can from out in front. Now fourth up, no excuses fitness-wise, and he's another one that should appreciate getting his toe in the ground. Five, four, three, and six. Okay, we go to race four here, Hurls. Uh, your favourite, Vino Lass uh, at 270. Yeah, super bright at the top. Now, it's seven fifty. We run up as much as $11 for it. I think the other way is Dame Cartland. four sixty out to eight fifty. That's a big drift. Euros, $6 to $7. two eighty to three thirty. Tycoon Jenny. Uh, three fifty now into two seventy for Vino Lass. Been well backed. one twenty six for head first. $8 into $6 at Pedro Ballerina. And not that easy at $81. Yeah, they want to back to Vino Lass, but also keeping... Opito, a ballerina, very safe. Yeah, this is a tricky race, guys, because there's a few unknowns. So I'm with Vino Lass, but you have to respect the fact that she's 44 weeks between runs and she's had no official trial. So hard to get a line on that regard. Uh, however, there's no denying that she's a pretty talented mare, isn't she, with Keith Dryden. Respect the fact that he comes straight to town. She's won three from three. The last time we saw her at the races... She won by five and a half lengths, and it did set look like a barrier trial. Uh, ears prick. So she's a mare with a huge future. You're just hoping that she's done enough work coming into this. Our, our market might be the best guide there, that last five minutes of betting. Seven, a pedo ballerina. I can see why there has been market support there. Gives away a, a map query in terms of uh, the key rivals to her. will be well in front of her in the run, but she's got a fitness edge. She'll be charging late, three and a half lengths. Uh, off shaken first up, reads okay for this, and then came late with a surge, just missing a three-way go at Gosford behind Memoria. So she'll run well. Tycoon Jenny, another horse, a little bit tricky to get a confident line on. Uh, so first run for Gay Woodhouse and Adrian Bott, formerly trained in Melbourne, where she didn't do a lot wrong. Uh, she'll bounce out, put herself on top of the speed, and her two trials were solid, if not fantastic, and one super bright. Back in grade here, uh, her two runs back have been much better than they read on paper. She'll need the race run to suit, but we know she's got a devastating little turn of foot when everything falls in to place five seven four and one okay uh race five hurls uh this is the preview today of warwick farm with andrew hurley and also brad gray 240 here soldier of rome yeah cadal comes out nine by nine five by five turned down and navy blood seven by seven glad you think so there's a 12 dollar chance 240 soldier of rome 34 last door carapiccio is a six dollar chance it's in from 750 today Lamb win five fifty, eight fifty is seven fifty battlefield, and three fifty is three seventy about a girl. We have barely written a bean on this race. It's um, it's just extremely quiet. So um, last five minutes again is probably going to tell the tale of the tape. But at this stage, Soldier Rome two forty. 
Yeah, I think Hills, that's just a nod to the traders because they got this market spot on from the get-go. So there weren't too many edges yeah. to be yep. found. So I'm with Soldier of Rome uh, to beat Landwind about a girl and Carpaccio. So 3, 8, 10 and 7. He should get a degree of control from out in front. Completely unknown in terms of wet tracks. Uh, he's only had the two career starts. I like what he did there first up. That was behind uh, Cabalis and Wallander, the runner-ups also. Uh, Frank Nat formed since by winning last Saturday. So resumed in Saturday company, resumed from a 45-week spell. You think you can only bounce off that. He is 1,100 metres to 1,400 metres, but when you see Waterhouse Bot in the form guide, uh, it tends to negate that. I don't think that'll be an issue. And he is a full brother to Batiga, who did win out to 1,800 metres. So 1,400 metres looks to suit. Land win. I like the way that she won a three-odd filly with Chris Waller last time out. Uh, steps out to 1,400 metres. I think she can really bounce off that last start win, albeit it has to transition from maiden grade. Blinkers first time. Maps well and gets the right setup to improve. About a girl. She's the wild card in the race. I didn't really know how to assess her. So first run for Chris Waller. Made a big impression winning on debut in New Zealand. Came from a mile back. I don't really know what she beat there. Uh, so visually impressive. Looking at her pedigree uh, by Almanzora, you'd think she'd do better again as she gets it over further. So again, market watch on her and Carpaccio, best of the rest. I think he is helped by a few scratchings. That barrier isn't quite as scary and he's a nice style of colt. 3, 8, 10 and 7. Okay, uh, race 6 hills at the quarter past 5. Yeah, and Kokoro comes out 7 by 8, 9 by 9 for Ted. It's a late scratching and 9 by 8 for Growl. Please us with Guevara. It's a $6 chance. Uh, probably very in from $7. 41 to 26 for Island Press. Favourite Romeo's choice, 480 to 340. 15 to 11, bend the knee. Cadet ship now, 550. 320 favourite is Stylos. And Benelo, scratch last uh, last week, 650 into $5. So the scratchings there have exaggerated the market somewhat. But I can tell you, Romeo's choice has clearly been best back. Uh, dollar-wise, since the market opened, you can see why. I mean, that that form out of accredited um, race has been uh, has been very strong, and of course, beat um, Stolos home last week. But I suppose uh, he got Stolos uh, better at the weights. Yeah, that market's correcting itself now, isn't it? I thought there was a huge discrepancy between Romeo's Choice and Stylized. Nothing between them now, and I think that's fair enough, given Romeo's Choice did beat him fair and square there last time out. And he looks to get complete control here. There's very little speed on paper. So Romeo's Choice, I've got him leading, dictating, and proving hard to chase down. Has to run out 1,400 metres. Uh, that's a little query in its own right, but his strength at the end of 1,300 metres last time out says that it's okay. The conviction for this horse prior to this campaign was... His inability to win. He was always thereabouts, but just failed to get his nose down when it counts. But he's now won two of his past four, uh, and he beat Stylized last time out. So that's an obvious form reference for this. Two Guevara. Uh, I like the depth of his form reference last start. I know he looked to have his chance, but he bumped into two progressive stays there. Uh, one by Age of Sale. They've both come out uh, and run well in Saturday company since. Blinkers first time. Little freshen up back to 1,400 metres. I don't think that hurts. Maybe a lack of pressure on paper. Uh, we'll be telling for him, but he'll be strong late. Stylized, uh, yeah, he did bump into Romeo's Choice there last time out, but he was only first up, and maybe towards the inside wasn't the best part of the track that day, so he'll bounce off that. Then Cadetship, the best of the rest, he comes off a luckless run in Saturday Company, 5, 2, 8, and 7. Okay. Uh, and the lucky last, Hills? Yeah, race 7 on the card, and our favourite here is now at a quarter 3, 10 minutes introducing a few scratchings, deductions for... Stella laid uh, seven by eight, three by three shine, deep romance two by one, and demanding mo zilch. Loses well, up the top with Huon. It's a ten dollar chance out from nine fifty this morning. Three sixty to three ten. Introducing Silent Star. 
is a five dollar chance out from four eighty. Eleven dollars into nine Oakfield Duke. Putt for Doe's twenty one to sixteen. Seven dollars Lancaster Bomber, the old boy. Thunderlips twelve to fourteen. Good support here from more Tamaroa this morning for Bryce Hayes. It's fourteen dollars into eight. It's been the biggest trim up. And the extreme cat is an eight dollar fifty chance in from nine dollars. Looking at the dollars investment invested today, introducing most popular. There has been good support for the old boy, Lancaster Bomber and the Extreme Cat. I'm with Silence. Uh, he is 3, 2, 9 and 1, just leaning towards him uh, at the better odds compared to introducing. So he's up and running. He's had a couple of runs back this time in. Great at Wyong behind Royal Merchant and Samana. With due respect to his rivals here, there's no uh, horses in their class just yet and then went to the Gold Coast and had genuine excuses as Tim Clark outlined this morning with you Dave he just rode a, a hot speed it was a race that was set up for the closers and anything on top of the speed there you can be very forgiving so he'll bounce off that five weeks between runs to get over that performance and the last time that he raced at Warwick Farm in this grade he beat Dollar Magic so I think that reads strong enough for this he'll get on speed favours uh, and as long as that inside is holding up okay, he's going to be hard enough to chase down. Two, introducing, well, you've only got to look at the depth of his form, don't you? So first up, last preparation, he ran second in the Rosebud to Tis Invincible, uh, albeit with on-speed favours, returns a gelding, two trials. He'll be ready to go first up for Gay Woodhouse and Adrian Bott. And then you've got two for Richard Lip, who just simply don't know how to run poorly, do they? Lancaster Bomber, I like him from low draws. Wet track holds no fear. Uh, from those low gates, he just seems more explosive when you cuddle him up and expose him late. And Juan has to now transfer that good Canterbury form uh, to Warwick Farm, but I think a wet track brings him right into play. And after the claim, he's quite well weighted. 3 2, 9 and 1. Okay. Uh, and what else have we got, Hills? Uh, what would you like to talk about? Well, Tell you what I do. I, I don't know if you saw it in the paper on Sunday in the, um, in the social columns. Spotted Brad Gray at the Golden Pond Chinese restaurant with all his family after the win of Kettle Hill last Saturday. Yeah, so there you <laughs> I go. Was, I was wondering where that was going. I thought, this is dangerous territory in live radio to give Hurls an open mic. <laughs> Just talk about what you want for the next five minutes. You like, you like what we did there? You like what we did? Uh, so where, how, was the, how was the Chinese? Uh, yeah, what wasn't great. All I could afford was some prawn toast. Uh, so oh, mate, he, was, he, he couldn't, because uh, I spotted uh, Kettle Hill on radio on Saturday morning, and uh, he was on I the couldn't text believe before it. they'd even uh, That's why it won, Hills. It was the yeah, reverse probably. mock. The reverse uh, mock. Just keep back. Uh, yeah. Actually, what are you backing today, Hills, so we can all just drop off? What, what are we backing? On, what are you Ro- backing? Romeo's choice, best out of the day, as far as I'm concerned. All right, that's Hills. Uh, oh. Actually, I did have a, 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 <laughs> a bloke come up to me. Oh, Sunday, I couldn't stop laughing. He goes, oh, I like that Brad Gray. I like that Brad Gray. There's no, no G up, Bill. Yeah, that Hills, he's no good on the tip. He's no good. I said, oh, oh yeah. Sammy. <laughs> I, I, I tipped you. I tipped, um, actually, I think the last two weeks have been on. You've asked me what I like. I think you're supposed to lose it. So, Romeo's choice for Hills, but the more a, a successful tipster, uh, eating at the Chinese and in the, in the social spotted, uh, Brad, <laughs> what have we got? Oh, I don't want to say now. It's Romeo's choice. Race six. Oh, no. Number five. Oh, well, we got no. it up last week. What was the thing we did Oh, chat. Yeah, that's right. The and double combined. Geez, it drifted. Yeah, the market yeah, they, got that wrong. Yeah, they, they got the, yeah, they got the uh, mail that uh, you're on, Andrew. It just drifted and drifted and drifted. <laughs> 350 at the $5. What's, so Romeo's choice, your best, uh, Brad. Uh, it's race six, number five. You just like it today. 
Yeah, I think he owns the race from in front. He's come back really well, so he's got a bit of confidence. Race six, number five, Romeo's choice. And the next best will go race seven, number three, Silencer. Again, I think he's the right price, around $5.50. In a race, probably with limited winning chances. So race six, number five, Romeo's choice. Race seven, number three, Silencer. If you're having a quaddy, uh, the way I'm going is five, seven, and four in the first leg. Three, eight, ten in the second leg, five, two, eight in the third leg, and we'll come home three, two, nine, and one. I know obviously jockey bookings, etc., are all little interesting aspects you can think away from the form, but I, I do find it interesting in that last race, uh, Tim Ride's silent star after trialling introducing. I know it was probably... Uh, maybe just had had it pre-booked. I know J-Mac was meant to be riding, introducing, but I do think that uh, maybe he's at a tip in itself. Yeah, I think it's a little lead, isn't it? So it's a horse that Tim's been with for the last four starts. So obviously, he obviously likes him, and I was intrigued by that as well, because typically you see uh, Tim go towards those gay waterhouse and Adrian Bot trained horses. So, yeah, I think that is a little lead. Hopefully it is anyway. $5.50, fair enough. Best back runner, Hurls? Romeo's choice. Romeo's oh, no. choice in race number six. Beautiful. Gents, catch oh, you. I'll do the jockey's challenge. Oh, yeah, the jockey's well, challenge. Well, it was going to be J-Mac, but he's got the bad, the, the crook toe. So who is it yeah. now? It's Zach Lloyd. He needs to stay out of the steward's room, does uh, young Zach. He's a very good rider. Uh, 225 to him. Tommy Berry, 290. Tim Clark, 360. We then go to Karen McAvoy. He's at 13 $26 or better. The remaining hoops, Jason Pollock. Heads that line. Now, if you go to sports and today's offers, we've got uh, Agata and Davo Double. So, uh, David Gately and Brad Davidson, they're two best bets of the day. If they both run top two, Romeo's Choice again and Louding. So, it's race six, number five at Sydney, and race seven, number six in Victoria, you'll get 325 for it. So, both runners must start, but finish top two, 325. See, we're putting some pressure on this horse for Richard Litz. Oh, are we what? Are we what? So race six, number five, Romeo's choice, uh, one of the goes there. Uh, gents, have a good day at Warwick Farm. Look forward to the coverage a little bit later on. See you, Thanks, fellas. Mate. All right, let's get to uh, Brittany Graham. She has on the pace. Michael Maxworthy will then join me, and then we will continue our look at, uh, well, some plenty of racing around the country. Mitch Friedman will join me later. Archie Alexander, Michael Lakey, Kelly Schweder. That's all to come.